Hello, welcome back to another episode of Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle and I am your host and guide. Today I want to talk about addiction on the Twin Flame journey. Now usually when we hear the word addiction, we think about addiction to a substance, right? Like alcohol or drugs or food or a myriad of other things. But what, what happens on the Twin Flame journey and from my research and my personal experience is that we become addicted to the other person, especially if you are in the role of the divine feminine, not necessarily gender-based or sex-based, but the role where you're in separation and you are obsessing with your twin flame because you are not together. That is the addiction I'm talking about. It is all-consuming. It was unbelievable for me the obsession about thinking about this person, wanting to be with this person, wanting to know what he was thinking, wanting to know, wanting proof that he was my twin flame, wanting proof that he did love me, wanting proof that he was thinking of me, asking my dreams for insights, which did help, but you know, sometimes I didn't want to hear the answer. Perhaps you've experienced this, perhaps you know what I'm talking about. What I've come to find out is that part of our journey here as twin flames is to break these patterns of addictions around love, right? We can get addicted to something we love, just like we do with substances. It gives us some sort of high. And you may or may not want to hear this, but it really is about turning that love on yourself and reconnecting with divine source, because that is what they have awakened in us, this the spirituality and this love that we've never experienced and so we become addicted to it because it's a hit unlike anything we've ever had and it makes us feel so good and then when they retreat and most twin flames go through a separation phase it's horrible and we go through withdrawals and we will do everything we can or most people do anything they can to get that person back or to get that feeling back and that feeling that we're trying to get back is really the feeling we want for ourselves and we actually know how to bring it to ourselves it may take practice because whatever your family way of showing love was is how you learn love to be and for the majority of people out there this love is very um, conditional and dependent and has a lot of attachments. So the challenge becomes learning to love and have those same feelings, whether they're in your life or not. And learning to love those obsessive qualities about yourself because those any obsession or addiction around love is your teacher, your greatest teacher to show you where love was missing, to show you where you need to fill up and where one needs to call in unconditional love. And then I promise you that obsessive quality goes away. For instance, when I could love those shadow parts of myself, those addictive qualities, that's when I would find relief and that's when I could release them. Just like with any addiction, the first thing is acknowledging you have it. So the first thing on this twin flame journey is that wake up point that so many twin flames go through. It's like, oh my God, I am obsessing over this person. This has to stop. How do I stop this? And if you're one of the lucky ones who comes from a family who was able to let go of the past and not um, hold on to things and hold on to stories and what people did wrong, then you will probably have an easier time letting go of this obsessiveness over your twin flame. My family held on to 
everything. And I remember promising myself that when I grew up, I would not be like them and I would let things go. And yet here I am face to face with something that challenges me at my core of having to let go and surrender and trust in the divine and divine timing and what will be is meant to be. And notoriously, our twin flames will bring out anything in us that we have to work on that is not aligned with what love is, with what unconditional love is. Because obsessing over someone or any sort of addiction to having them in your life is not unconditional love. That's love with conditions. That's needing them to be in your life in order to feel better. That's putting huge conditions on them. And that behavior repels them more than anything. Remember, anything that is not unconditional love repels our twin flame. So when we look at where twin flames originate from, right, if we buy into this concept that twin flames were one soul that split into two, came into human bodies, and so our souls carry the same energetic blueprint. Anything that is not aligned with that energetic blueprint is going to repel our twin flame. And anything that doesn't feel good, like obsessiveness or addiction to your twin flame, it doesn't feel good because it's not true. True unconditional love is not addictive, right? The good part is if you're listening to this and this is resonating, you're conscious of these thoughts, right? You're aware that this behavior is happening. And the more you can become aware of how many times during the day your thoughts become obsessive or addictive, the more you can stop them, right? When you can catch them, you can stop them. The challenge is the more we let these thoughts go and don't catch them, the more they become unconscious and part of our day. And before we know it, we're unconsciously letting these thoughts obsess and take over and we're not even aware of it. And then we can, hours later, we're like, oh my God, I just spent that entire hour obsessing, right? It's like an addiction. And so the key is to become conscious when they happen and stop them. When the thoughts are happening too unconsciously, that's when they become programmed. What I mean by that, and you may already know what this means, but our heart beats unconsciously. We don't have to consciously force it to beat. We can drive and we can arrive somewhere and go, oh my God, I don't remember driving because our, we just did it unconsciously. We were totally unconscious. We weren't fully conscious and present in the moment. So if you're looking to break your obsessive thoughts and your attachment and addiction to your twin flame, the first thing I invite you to do is set an intention that you're going to stop these thoughts, right? Everything starts with an intention. And then you'll become much more conscious when they come up. I promise you this helps, but it can also be shocking and horrifying, at least it was for me, at how often these thoughts were there. But as the great psychologist Carl Jung says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And what twin flames are being asked to do is to become really conscious around love and break these old patterns. So when those thoughts come up, those addicting obsessive thoughts, just turn the channel and turn that love onto yourself, right? That's what's being asked of you is to put that love on yourself. Take that love and energy and obsession and turn it inward. Turn the channel, turn it back to you. And this may take time. So Call in patience with yourself, call in compassion, because again, this love and attraction to your twin flame is unlike anything else in the world. And it calls for deep compassion and understanding of the challenges that you are faced with this and the challenges that these obsessive addictive qualities bring out in you. And in that, your twin flame is your teacher and it teaches you patience, compassion, and unconditional love for yourself. And then what often happens next is when you turn all this love on yourself and you stop 
obsessing over them is that you hear from them and they're magnetized towards you. And then you get that hit of the drug again. And again, this will look differently for everyone, but I have seen this pattern happen again and again. And then it's breaking that pattern, breaking that pattern and keeping that love for yourself, even though they have come back into your life. Holding that space for yourself unconditionally, not needing the other person is absolute freedom. I'm here to tell you it is absolute freedom. If you are going through this, you can do it. You can do it. It may be challenging, you know, we get tested. But what happens is, if, look, if I can break these patterns so that no matter what, if he's in my life, not in my life, if I hear from him, I don't hear from him. Whatever happens, I'm okay. I've broken it. So if any of this resonates with you, I want you to know you're not alone. And sometimes it helps knowing why we have to break them, right? We're doing it for to break the, the family genetics and reframe for ourselves what love is. Bringing it out of the unconscious, making it conscious, accepting it holding it with compassion because it's coming from a pure place. It's just coming from love. But if it really is coming from love and unconditional love, then there is no need to have this person. That's ownership, right? I can conjure up that feeling by just going in my heart. I can conjure up that feeling. I can feel that feeling by connecting with divine source. I can have that feeling by calling in my higher self calling in my angels and guides and beings of light, sitting in nature, being by the ocean and being still, I can find what I found in him. And when I get to that place, I know that his higher self and he's always with me. The twin flame journey and transformation is for those of us whose souls have chosen to take this on, are here to do this work to transmute and clear the old paradigms of love. It's helpful to look at it that way because then you can look at it from a place of honor and mission and know that you're on this path for a higher purpose. I hope all of this has helped. I'm sending you lots of love for your journey. Namaste.